welcome to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. You are listening to Ask the Jurist, hosted by Tisha Mocha. Every Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, PST, 10 a.m., CST, noon. Enjoy. Senema Kasala Udin is a certified tribal jurist operating under the jurisdiction of the Aboriginal Republic of North America. He specializes in self-administered reparations for the so-called Negro in America. His indigenous law firm, Oslahun Khan, currently operates in Region 1 in conjunction with Dr. Powhatun Shiamaru Estates, specializing in indigenous nationality, tax law, corporate law, and personal injury law. For Aboriginal entrepreneurs looking to scale their businesses, they also offer business credit consulting. He also holds a master's degree in information technology and 12 information security certifications. Without further ado, please welcome your host, Sinamaka Sala Udin. Peace, peace, everyone. Today we have a special show. We have Dr. Powhatun Shiamaru on here to help us to connect our nationality, the Juris program that comes from the Aboriginal Republic of North America and cosmology in our medical health program. Dr. Power Toon, how you doing? Assalamu alaikum, brother. Peace. I'm well. I thank you for coming on because um, us Juris, our job is to nationalize people, to uh, get them in a position to operate in, with autonomy in their life. But there's more to honor than just the uh, Juris program. So could you explain to us exactly what is cosmology? Well, uh, cosmology is the study of the universe. Cosmology is an aspect of astronomy. And so indigenous cosmology is when, and I'm going to make this as simple and plain as possible. Indigenous cosmology is when we study cosmology from the perspective of ourselves when we study it from our perspective, when we go back and study our history and we, um, and we find out our names, what we called ourselves, and we begin to institute those things, what we ate, what we, how we, uh, for lack of a better word, worshipped. These things have to be put back into place for us and not necessarily... Uh, in the same format as they were in in, uh, in the ancient days. But the principles have to be put back in place and in our lives. And so I am grateful, as always, I will always say, and be eternally grateful to my dear brother and chief, Namataga Shi'ali, for his uh, work in unveiling the hidden truths, in going to those places where many of us could not go, to get this rich information and to bring it and put it into a palatable form of a palatable form that you and I could digest it and nurture from it. So that's one aspect of cosmology. It is the study of the universe. Yes. Dr. Powertoon, could you also elaborate on how the uh, carbon based diet goes along with the cosmology? 
So I try to make it simple again for, so that everyone can get an understanding. And, and the simplest way I can see it is that from an indigenous cosmological aspect, the sun, Hun, is our ancestor. And so that ancestor provides nourishment. It provides uh, vitamin D, three, and all the other nutrients that come from the sun, not hormones that are stimulated in our being, not vitamins, forgive me. But all of those nutrients that come from that, that energy source and given to our life on this planet, on this orb, in all the planets, but on this orb directly pertaining to us, germinating food and animal life and plant life, everything that sustains us, we have to eat those foods. And those foods, uh, you can learn these foods through Aboriginal University, and you could learn them from many of the Aboriginal doctors that are in uh, the part of our government, the Aboriginal Republic of North America. Uh, you can research. You can go to governmentreparations.org, and you can research the website you know, or uh, aboriginalmedicalassociation.org, and you can look on there for the different carbon-based diets and different concepts. And you can even uh, contact my office, uh, 1-800-414-DR-SHE, and we can direct you to it to a, a indigenous doctor that can show you how to properly uh, eat, how to properly uh, consume nutrients into the body that we can absorb that sun. And that's what cosmology, we have to understand the orbs that are associated with the whole universe because everything affects us. Everything in this solar system has an impact on us. Thank you. Thank you for that answer. Now, when I get a new national um, they, they come in, we send them the video, they learn about ARNA, what ARNA's about. Um, they send their paperwork in. Mm -hmm. uh, their, next is their genealogy. Then I set them up with you for an appointment. Tell them what goes through with that appointment so the other people can understand what they can look forward to when they have an appointment with you next. Well, that first appointment is a Aboriginal naming and birth chart session. Upon coming in Arna, there's legalities, there's paperwork and all these things that need to be done. But then there's a deeper understanding of who you are intrinsically uh, that needs to be understood as well. And so when we do the birth charting, it's about understanding all your, excuse me, all your psychological aspects. Okay? It's about understanding who you are, who you're what your mind is and how your mind is uh, functioning, whether it is functioning functionally or is it functioning dysfunctionally, all this we can tell based on uh, your birth chart. And based on that as well, we look into your history and we can see which orbs has, have influenced your life, which also tells us. It tells us your indigenous name and it, uh, which a name in this con in this uh, context is not just a name like you know the names that we we just carry that we got at birth uh, that we had no idea. These names are intrinsic. Once we uh, find out what your aspects are, what your what your energies are, what your what your birth what your birth card is, what your planetary uh, ruler card is, what your planetary number card is, and now. We can look at those orbs as well, and we can calculate what ancestors were more prominent in your life, and you can share those names or 
aspects of those names. And even now, I go a little bit further and I go into your genealogy and we go into the region that your great-grandparents came from and we look into the cultures there. And I see how those cultures extended back into our ancient Xi culture and I find names in that vein as well, how they've transitioned. And that sometimes is a little bit more personal for people. So this is all applied through understanding not only the solar system, but the planet that we live on, this orb. And that is extremely uh, vital. I hope that helps. That was, that was some great information. Now, as a jurist, my, my uh, duties to my brothers and sisters is to uh, nationalize them, to uh, bring them into their right status in this, in this country, help them to achieve autonomy in their life through our different programs, things that we can help them with, with remedies, and also getting them the ability to run their own business through business credit. But how does cosmology and the Juris program that we do go hand in hand to help our new nationals and our current nationals to operate in autonomy in their life? You can't be autonomous in your colonizer's name. You know, you can't be Mr. Johnson. Mr. Jones, Mr. Copeland, you know, in your, in your colonizer's name. So we have to sever the ties of our connection to the colonizer. This is what colonize, this is what cosmology comes in. And then you reconnect your tie to your lineage, to your ancestors. Now, everything in reality has a, it has a, a physical component and then it has a spiritual component. And the spiritual component in the naming for me, when we look at the words, they have a vibration. Words have power. In ancient Kemet, they were called the Heka. And the Heka are words of power to manifest things and bring it into reality. So when we talk about indigenous naming, this has everything to do with our autonomy because now you're reclaiming Jesole, Jesanguis, all the way back to your ancient Tutushi ancestors, and really beyond that. This is great information for our uh, nationals and our new nationals, or, or people who are just looking to get into the Aboriginal Republic of North America, because a lot of them look at the, uh, the nationalization and they think about, you know, the tax exemptions, the uh, autonomy, things like that, but they don't understand a deeper root of what is offered and how the lifestyle itself can help them live better and a more prosperous life. So I appreciate you coming on. To move on to the next question, I want to see if, uh, Cindy, let's see if we have any questions in the audience to ask uh, Dr. Powerton. Well, while we wait on that, I do have a, I have a question for the doctor, if you don't mind. Go Absolutely. ahead. Now, if you... If you think about, you could have been anyone and anything you wanted to be in the universe. What made you decide to be someone that was national, nationalized and you deal in cosmology? What, what brought you to this point to help your people? Wow. That's a deep question, Sister Sydney. I have to go all the way back. <laughs> We we got a got we got a good um your show is next so keep you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, yes. That's a good question, though. Let's see, can I give it justice? So, I grew up in the South, in Virginia, and I spent a great deal of my time with my great-grandmother. A great deal of my time. She would tell me uh, stories of her grandparents. Uh, she would tell me stories of plantation life. This is my great-grandmother now. Tell me stories of her parents telling her about uh, people who lived on plantations. Their four parents that may have lived on those plantations. Tobacco farming, sharecropping, you know. So I grew up in that environment around people who, older people who experienced those hardships firsthand. I grew up in a household where, in this household that I'm mentioning, that uh, there was always an Ebony magazine or a Jet magazine, you know. And then years later, after I went away and came back home, I even found a message to the black man that I did not place there on the shelf. So it had been there. So the love of my people has always been instilled in me. My father, uh, in his youth or younger years, was a member of uh, the Nation of Islam. Uh, my mother is a strong Christian woman. And so I had those values. But again, always loving our people. But always learning the history of my people, too. I didn't come to the awareness that I was indigenous or an aboriginal when I, when I met Arna. I always known that I was indigenous. I've always known that I was aboriginal because I learned that at the foot of my grandmother. I learned that from my ancestors, teaching me directly and living that lifestyle as a youth growing up, maybe not knowing uh, everything that was indigenous that we did. But in hi hindsight, being 2020, looking back, I can see now that much of the things that were done uh, in our culture, the hoodoo that was very prevalent in our culture, extremely prevalent in our culture, uh, came from our indigenous roots. The, uh, the food, the cuisine, the way it was prepared, the way it was preserved, even the farming. I watched my great-grandfather burn a whole field of land, an acre at least or more, and uh, drag a log across it with a tractor old tractor to uh, refurbish the soil. So these are all indigenous concepts. And these things grew up in me. So as a young man uh, in Philadelphia now, getting out there in the world, and so I found my way back to the mosque. Uh, I met and began to study the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad again. But now, not just the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, I studied under the guidance of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So as a young minister, a young student minister at first uh, in Atlantic City, I ran the study group and people would come and sit and, and learn from me and learn from us. And we would study the study guides that the minister put out for us to study. At that time, they were only 18 and I remember very clearly when I first began to do the study group, we were on study guide number 18. And the title of that study guide is Rising Above Emotion into the Thinking of God. So I began to 
learned that immediately uh, in my journey in learning to love our people beyond the pain I see in them. All this time, I'm learning myself because the, the, the abilities that, that I see in myself today were there. I just did not recognize it. And this is a lesson for everyone listening. You have to learn what your abilities are now, especially young people. You don't waste time trying and failing and falling off. This is the beauty of cosmology. You don't have to do all that. You could learn your potentials today. Just give me a call. You can learn your potentials today, and you can go to work at building your own possibilities and get into your purpose and stop losing time uh, doing things that uh, guessing, guesswork, trying and failing over and over and over and over again. Not that you're not going to try and fail, but you could at least have better uh, guidance. We look at the cards, and I can go further into that, but I want to finish my story. Um, to answer the sister's question, all these things led up to me loving our people. Now, uh, I, I served in the Nation of Islam as a minister for uh, uh, 13 to uh, 15 years uh, in Atlantic City, in, some in Philadelphia, but mostly here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And we built a beautiful community here. And uh, I learned a lot. And I learned uh, how to be a man. I learned how to be a man. And Minister Farrakhan taught me how to be a man. He taught me how to educate myself. He taught me how to rely on me. He taught me that there's no spook in the sky in the sweet by and by after I die, that I have to gain what I need in my life and have it sound on the ground while I'm still around. That's what I learned. And so I operate in that today because we don't take a lesson like that and just keep it in keep regurgitating this to ourselves. So when I saw my brother who was in the mosque with me, take this knowledge and wisdom and put it together and build a government. I said, man, I can't sit here and do nothing. I can't sit here and just sit back. And by this time I was in sales and I wasn't teaching anybody anything. And so I called my brother one day. And I was interested in the health course. And uh, he told me, he said, brother, you need to take the cosmology course. You'd love that. He mentioned some other things he wanted me to help with. And I said, uh, no, brother, I, I, I don't know if I want to get into that now. Because I know where it takes me, the spiritual stuff. And that time I didn't think I was ready to do that. And so I got into the, uh, the health course and I, I, I completed the health course and I became an indigenous doctor. And, but in the health course, there's the cosmology. <laughs> there it was. And it caught me. And then I started to read my own chart. And when I got to my chart, it said, literally, cosmologist. And I was like, wow. So that was the rabbit hole. I spent COVID. <laughs> I spent COVID just indulging myself. I mean, oh, my God. I read so many books. So many titles, I've done research, I've talked to so many scholars on the cards from every continent. I've done all the research I could possibly imagine, and I will continue to study this course of study into the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes his soul back to himself. And this, 
I can't part from. So with that, I shared with a brother just this morning, we have to begin to radiate the energy from within so that others see it. And if it affects their tourist field to make a change in their life, that's upon them. But my job today is to perfect me, to master me. And if anyone else is affected by that, that's beautiful. But gone is the day of anybody chasing y'all down. If you see the beauty of honor, if you see and go and look at the research that Dr. Ali has done and the team has put together in every instance, in all the 12 ministries that we have, you would flee to honor. You would call Oshlehun Ken on law today and say, look, sign me up, put me on a plan. I don't know what I got to do to get in there, but I need to get in there, call PowerTune. I need a name. I want to know who I am. I need to know myself. There's an old scripture that says there's a man going around taking names. I think I'm that man now. Great answer. I think we have someone in the audience, Cindy, who's uh has a question for Dr. Power to know myself. Peace family. Um alaikum to you all. Just wanna say hello first. Um to the great Dr. Power Tune. Concerning cosmology and all the studies of cosmology up until this point. And I feel like you, in part, you answered this question already, but up until this point, what have you learned about yourself that you didn't know about yourself? And what advice can you give to new nationals like myself who are interested in this field? That's a good question, brother. That's a beautiful question. What did I learn about myself? I learned to trust myself. And I'm going to go a little bit further into that, God, because it's deep. Once you know who you are intrinsically, and then here's the theme, the secret. You got to do it. You see? Yes, sir. You got to do it. There's a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. I advise everybody to read it, right? It kills the procrastination, right? Now, I try to tell this people, people this all the time. When, when I hear Chief say, do this, I know that he's functioning from the system, the cardiology, the cardamancy. So I know what he gives is precise because I know he checks, right? So the quicker I move on that energy, I catch that energy to move on my project faster. Do y'all see how fast I'm moving? I'm following you, God. Just start following you. But yeah, you can do this. Any of us can do this, God. Just begin to adapt it. You know, I think sometimes we read it and it fascinates our mind, but now you have to act it out. Mm-hmm. You have to do it with intention, Doctor right? Powerson. Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, this room ends in two minutes. Oh, but, I'm going um, to start the whole lecture. I, it's okay, but listen here. I want to let everybody know that next week's show will be on nationalization and economics and business credit. But Dr. Powertoon is going to tell you now where you can reach him so he can continue this during his his uh, his uh, clubhouse. Go ahead, Dr. Powertoon. Well, next show, my, my clubhouse starts at 2 o'clock. Please tune in. Uh, the subject of the day will be Muhammad, the original Muhammad, identifying who that is. Uh, cosmology in the Quran, understanding that it is our textbook, 
and that we there is some strong cosmological significance in it that point to our holidays, uh, which are coming up right now. We're in that holy season, if you would, in the sacred month of Ramadan, starting at twelve one. So we'll be discussing serious Muhammad cosmology today at two p.m. on uh, Clubhouse. Also, you can reach me uh, at, on my website at powertunshiamaru.org if you're looking to have a cosmology reading, if you're looking for a birth chart reading, I do hypnotherapy, I do group sessions, uh, mental health counseling. Just go on the website, check it out. If there's anything I'm doing you're interested, interested in, please feel free to reach out to me. Also, we do public speaking. So that's uh, as much as I can say in one minute. Please check out the website. Thank you for your time. Uh, uh, sorry if I went over a little strong there, brother. No, thank you for everything. It was a great show, great information you gave to the people. Again, the next show will not be on the 5th. It will be the week after, and we will be talking nationalization, economics, and business credit. Thank you for everyone uh, joining the show. Cindy, let us go. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashby Production. On the wake up.